Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've told my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Have you ever wished you could talk to animals? Well, tonight's story is a story about someone who can sing to animals, and she puts that singing to a very special use. I hope you enjoy the story. Madonna was a woman who had a very special power. She could sing and call cats. When she sang, all the cats in the neighborhood would come, and they would sit around her, and they would listen. And what was even more peculiar was that whatever she sang, the cats seemed to understand. So, for instance, if she made up her own song, and she sang, Catch the squirrels in my yard so they don't eat my tomatoes. Catch the squirrels in my yard so they don't eat my tomatoes. Well, from then on, there would always be a cat or two in her yard, sort of walking near her tomatoes, looking for squirrels and chasing them away. And so needless to say, although Radonna could not understand the cats meowing, they seemed to understand her, and she did her best to always be kind to them, to pat a cat whenever she saw it, to scratch it behind the ears or under the chin, to to pet it, give them treats when they when they did things like guard her tomatoes. Well, one day, Madonna looked outside in her yard. It was towards the end of summer, and she saw something that surprised her. She saw perched on one of her largest tomato plants, a gray squirrel sitting there and he was eating a big red ripe tomato. Every time I thought, what? Where are the cats? And she looked around and there were no cats in her yard. That, she thought, is very odd. She thought perhaps they're all busy elsewhere doing other things. And so she went back to washing dishes. When she looked out in the yard later that evening, there was one cat patrolling the tomatoes instead of the usual two. She came out and she scratched the cat behind the ears. It was a white cat. And she fed it a cat treat. And she sang. She hoped it had a good evening to her. It had good hunting once the sun went down. And it caught lots of mice. Well, she went to bed soon after. And when she woke up in the morning, she looked out in her yard. And the squirrels were once again in their tomatoes. She took a broom and dashed out in the yard and waved the broom and shouted. And the squirrels ran off. But she knew they would be back soon. She knew that there must be something wrong. But all her cat friends to have left her tomatoes unguarded this long summer. She wondered whether they were sick. And she decided maybe some sort of cat disease was going around the neighborhood. And so she decided after breakfast she was going to take a walk and investigate. Yeah. Wow. He's like a really good detective. She went back inside the house and she had her breakfast which consisted of the same thing that she had every morning, 
which was a slice of toast with butter and the second slice of toast with jelly, a glass of orange juice, and a glass of milk. After she had had that, she got dressed in some comfortable walking clothes because she didn't know how far she was going to have to go. And she set out walking. The first place that she went was down the block. There was a pizza restaurant. And behind the pizza restaurant, there was an alley. In the alley, there was a garbage can where they threw away extra pizza dough and pasta they hadn't used and tomato sauce. And... Right, and she knew that there were some alley cats that lived there intended to eat from that trash can. So she thought she'd go see them first. And she didn't see any cats in that alley, and she thought that was peculiar. So then she walked all the way around the block. She walked all the way around the block, and she didn't see a single cat outside. She wondered if maybe the people who owned the cats were keeping them inside for some reason. Uh, Radonna didn't have any cats of her own that she owned because she had so many f cat friends she didn't need a, a pet cat. So she walked up and down the block. She sort of tried to peer in people's windows as she walked by the houses without looking like she was peering in the windows. And as she walked along she noticed that there were some other people out walking along too that also looked like they were looking around as if they were looking for something. And then she saw one of them put up a sign on a lamppost. And she went up and she saw that it said, Missing Orange Cat Named Mr. People Fluff. And there was a picture. And she said, I know that cat. She said, how long has he been missing? And the person said, I haven't seen him in five days. Oh, dear. She said, I've been looking too. I'll let you know if I see. Mr. P.F. And she finished a walk around the block. She saw that it was already fairly late, so she went home for lunch. There were still no cats in her yard at lunch. She had her lunch, which was a banana, a kiwi, a spoonful of peanut butter, a handful of granola, and two big glasses of milk. She went out on her front porch and sat and thought, she sat and thought she saw the white cat that she had seen yesterday come walking by. The cat looked a little funny. She noticed that he looked thinner than usual, and that he was walking sort of a little funny. She quickly leapt up. He was not coming towards her house, but she decided she was going to follow him and see if she could get a clue to the mystery. So she followed him moving as quietly as she could because she wasn't sure she should follow him. She was a little worried. Perhaps it was a cat's secret, but she followed him anyway. And he walked for four blocks due north. She thought, well, no wonder. I didn't have any idea what was going on. Whatever it is, is quite far away. And she came to the edge of an old junkyard and the cat and Radonna stood at the gate of the junkyard sort of looking around. She didn't see any people. She saw a couple mean-looking dogs sniffing around, but they seemed to be chained up. She didn't see any cats. She just saw a lot of junk. And because it was getting to be late afternoon, it was getting to the dark with long shadows. And Radonna thought it was a little creepy. 
Hello, she called. Shit, So she began to wander through the piles of junk, going in the direction where she had last seen the white cat. She walked down a long row of junk, and then she came to a place where there were three different paths. Now, if you were her, would you go right, left, or straight ahead, Rebecca? Straight ahead. So she did. She went straight ahead. And after she had gone a few paces, she heard an odd sort of sound. And then she moved faster, and she came to a clearing, and she looked, and she saw them. Oh, cat friends. And they were laying around on the ground. They didn't look good. Some of them looked like they hadn't eaten in four or five days. And none of them were acting right. They were. Some of them were up, sort of dancing around wildly, and some of them were just laying in place. And she could see that many of them had leaves with them. And Radon bent down and picked up some of the leaves, and she looked at it, and she recognized it. Catnip. And she said, Someone has given these cats catnip. So much catnip that they've all gone a little crazy from the catnip. And they're not eating and they're not doing what they're supposed to do. And they're not leaving this old junkyard. And then she heard footsteps of someone coming. And she's hid behind an old junked car. And she saw someone wearing big black work boots, who I guess was maybe somebody who worked in the junkyard. He said, well, time for feeding. And he reached into his pocket and he took out a big handful of catnip leaves and he threw them out so that all the cats came running over and started rolling in it and meowing and dancing around like they were crazy. Because catnip sort of makes cats a little funny. And not necessarily in a good way. Like sometimes they just, it makes them too happy. And he looked around and he picked a cat that wasn't moving, that was just lying still. And he picked up the cat and he walked away. None of the other cats noticed because they were all too distracted with the catnip. But Radonna, as soon as he was satisfied, she darted out and she began to follow him. Once or twice he stopped and looked behind like he'd heard her footsteps. But every time she managed to hide in time and she followed him and soon she saw that he was walking right towards two mean-looking dogs that were on a chain. And as he walked towards them, he said, Dinner's here, boys! And he, he sort of held the cat back above his head like he was getting ready to throw it to the dogs. And Radonna realized what was about to happen, and she dashed out, and she grabbed the cat out of his hands, and she turned, and she ran at full speed, and he said, Hey! And he turned, and he followed her. And she ran back through the maze of junk, hoping that she was going towards the cats and not knowing what she would do when she got there. She ran and she was faster than the man in the boots. And she burst into the opening where all the cats were laying around and doing their crazy things with catnip. And she knew that this was terrible, that this man was feeding these cats catnip and they were getting sick and weak because the catnip was making them all crazy and they couldn't think about doing the things they needed to do, like eat and drink and play and the other things that are good for a cat. And so she stopped at the center, and she knew she only had a few seconds before the man with the boots got there. And she opened her mouth and she sang, Follow me, my friends, 
We must go away from this place, away from this place, back to the life of the running and the hunting, the jumping and the hiding. You must return to your life as a cat. She sang, she sang with as much feeling as she could. She sang, the catnip makes you feel good, but you feel too good, and you are getting sicker and sicker, and you must run. This place brings only sadness and death. And then she saw that the man was coming to the clearing, and without stopping to look at the cat, she turned and she ran out of the junkyard as fast as she could, her feet pounding. And when she got out of the junkyard safely, where she knew he wasn't going to chase her anymore, she looked back, and as she looked back, she could see him stopped at the gate and all along the street. Between her and him were cats. Probably a hundred cats. Some of them walking slowly because they hadn't eaten. Some of them running because they hadn't been there that long. Some of them walking sort of funny and dizzy and crazy because they'd had so much catnip. But they had followed her. They had listened to her song. They had left their catnip behind. And they were returning be cats again. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. Thank you.